button. <laughs> Wanna have a sound battle right now? You wanna have a rap battle? Alright. What are we rapping? Marty. Christmas presents? Hit us with a sick beat. That was a good joke, Marty. No, it wasn't. That was a duck quality joke. Wait, wait, hold on, Marty. Is that. I don't know. A little higher. Bring it up a little bit. I don't beatbox. Was that just a grunt? Episode 5 of Plans Are Optional. I'm Andrew, joined by Marty and Yogi Neal. That's my new name for him. He has a new project, Habit Leap Yoga. You can find him on YouTube with his collaborator, Kelsey. Um, you should also be finding us on the social media things. Uh, Marty has a Facebook page running, and I have a Twitter going. We had a question on there about our hot dog sandwiches. Last time I checked, we are five to four in favor of them not being sandwiches. We actually got votes. We got right. votes, and I'm going to cut it off right there. But I think yours runs for quite a while. So if you guys still want to go in there and vote, feel free. Um, but now that we're actually into this a little bit with our fifth episode, uh, I was taking a look at our numbers, and we have over 100 listens. So you got to think maybe 20 people are listening to us. Uh, for the most part, it's, I know I've only been reaching out to people I know, either people I work with or friends, family. Um, how about for you guys? Have you had any feedback on this whatsoever? Good, bad, ugly, odd? Some pretty good feedback. I know, um, some of my students are very intrigued by this and then some coworkers are also intrigued by this. Uh, I have not had any feedback because I haven't told anybody about it. Um, <laughs> but my feedback, listening back to it, um, is great. I, I thought that I think it's pretty fun. Uh, what, sounds, what a, sounds pretty good. And I just want to say thank you to whoever you are. Out there. So I just want to make it. From t- That's my wife. Uh, anyone uh, has not listened to it either. Um, I haven't. I haven't pushed her to listen to it. But uh, I will encourage people to listen. I just, I'm just terrible. That's all there is to say. It's it's not the end of the world. No. But this was the first week that you actually got back to me the day I put this out and mentioned you had already listened to it. I was really proud because I think most of the time you haven't listened to it by the time we record our next one. So um, that was good. As far as feedback I got, I got a few things. Um, so I was at work the other day and a coworker drove up. And when she got out of her truck she uh she said you're famous i was like well what are you talking about she mentioned she was listening to the podcast i was like oh okay and she asked about neil and she wanted to know if that accent is real is this real well (laughs) you know all i can say is i'm not the kind of guy to put that much effort into an accent for four podcasts so it is yeah i'm i'm british um so yeah I thought it was hilarious. I didn't know how to answer that. Yeah, I mean, I mean it may the, sound funny. I've great. had feedback from people that my accent has um, modified from living in the states for so many years. So, to some people, I sound more Australian than English, um, and maybe my accent's gotten a little bit messed up. Maybe that's why she's asked. I don't know. 
I don't know. Well, she she made the comment that I do a really good fake accent, which isn't true at all because you've probably heard it. Um, and I will not be doing that right now before Marty asks. I think the question back to the is, is it sexy? That's the question. Are you reading? Uh, probably not. Probably not. But, you know. <laughs> I'm going and... say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, and then I had feedback from someone who hadn't even listened to it yet. Really, it was, it was Peter, a friend of mine. He just wanted me to shout out that I was drinking his beer while I'm doing this one now. Uh, so Peter's Hoppy Lager 2018. So that's not feedback. That's not helpful. I know. He brewed I had, he, he brewed I had to beer. do it. He, it's his own he brew. He brewed it. Yeah, he does homebrew nice. like Marty used to. Yeah, Peter, I love you, but that was not helpful feedback. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I said, he didn't even know, <laughs> he didn't even know we were doing a podcast because uh, he, he came to my place. Him. No, I didn't tell him, he, but he came over... Uh, the other day him and his girlfriend and then he saw the mic and the setup and he's like oh well i'll check it out so i'm assuming by now they've probably listened to some of it but so you're saying we're now international stars true we are, we are all the way in canada we are um, famous internationally <laughs> yeah actually you know you're right i should get some some of my british contacts to listen to that'll put us truly here and, and the listening is all well and fine but again Go on Facebook, go on Twitter, and ask us anything. Reply to that stupid poll with that stupid question, and what are the other ones up with? <laughs> well, I got, I got a question for you, Andrew, before we move on off this topic yeah. of feedback, since ne- our Peter did not give us feedback on our podcast. What no. feedback can you give Peter about his beer? Be a, oh, be a pal okay. here. On. Let me get a good old drink in. Peter, get some notes. You know, get a notepad ready, and because um, you're gonna want to. It's refreshing. It's refreshing. It's uh, I. It's kind of hard to describe. Kind of because there's it. not much. Well, it's he calls it a hoppy lager. Hoppy lager. Yeah, it's I don't I don't, I don't get too much hops in there actually. I don't know. Maybe I've never done homebrew. Maybe it's or, in reference to uh, it being close to Easter and bunnies. This. This is from 2018, though. I think he's just trying to get rid of old stock, so he gives it to me. Okay, but what else? Not a lot of hops. Refreshing. I'm just going to go with refreshing. I'm not. I drink a lot of beer. I just don't. How's the head retention? Like, <laughs> are you drinking it out of a bottle, no. a glass? Like, I poured it out of a bottle into a glass. The head retention was minimal. Okay. Yep, that's about all we're going to talk about that. All right, back to the podcast, our regular scheduled podcast. But Peter, there you go. There's your feedback. He did say he wouldn't, he wasn't going to listen to this if uh, we had vocal fry or talked in upspeak. I don't know what either of those are. Yeah, so. I, I wish I did. <laughs> I didn't want to say I didn't because I don't want to sound like an old fool. No, um, I had to. Uh, but I'd yeah, ask to. So, but ups, upspeak is, you know, how someone will ask something or say something, anything they're saying. And with it, you don't know if they're asking a question or not. Kind of like that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like that, apparently. So we should talk like that for the rest of the episode for him. Okay. You mean okay? Sounds <laughs> good. And then vocal fry, I guess it's just when uh, you're speaking so low, part of your vocal cords are hitting against each other. And he, Oh, I looked up a clip and there's one of 
I think it was Kim Kardashian speaking, and it's actually pretty awful. But I'll, I don't know if I'll send that to you or not. Isn't most she says awful? That sounds interesting. You should link that after the show. Um, <laughs> I'll do it for you, Neil. Thanks, man. But anyways, anything else? You guys have a good week? Yeah. 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 Relatively short week since uh, we recorded um, only a few days ago. And um, because of some travel plans, we're having to record this early um, outside of our regular recording window. So, I mean... There's only been a few days in between then to talk about things, but um, I had a relatively good week, very busy week. I've been at work real late, but uh, very productive, very, like, things are coming together. Pieces of the puzzle are snapping together, so to speak. You know? That's good. So, wait, wait, you have travel plans? Yeah, I'm going to a conference next week. Um, oh, I knew that. Yeah, I'm I'm actually coming up to see you, so um, maybe we need to do. A, um, well, I'm gonna be in I'm gonna be in Seattle Monday through Thursday, Olympia Thursday Friday, and then on Saturday um, I'm gonna meet up with you. We're gonna go see the new Avengers film, um, but maybe in that time frame, at some point, we can work in another podcast and actually have Andrew and I at, in the same spot doing this recording. Oh wait, there was I giving That's away trade secrets? Out. That would be cool. I, I'm super excited now that you mention it for the new event. Oh, I thought you were going to be excited <laughs> about Andrew and I like potentially I mean, recording I the podcast oh, together. I mean, but of course, of course. You know, I'm, you get excited about saying. what you want to get excited about. Yeah, there. I mean, I'm very excited to be in the same room as each other. Uh, I'm just sorry I'm not going to be there, but um, I'm also excited for going to be yes. hopefully a very good movie. Are you caught up in all the uh, Marvel movies? Yes, for the most part. What what's been your what what has been your guys' favorite one up until this point? Of all Marvel movies? Yeah. It's a big Ooh. question, I know. Yeah. I, that is a good question. Um I like the strange stuff. I like Doctor Strange. Yeah, I wish there was more of that cuz they only had the one standalone movie, right? Yes. yes. They only found the one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that that was definitely a cool story to follow. I didn't know much about Doctor Strange at all. I mean, I didn't read a lot of comics i knew some of the major ones growing up but i think it's just been cool the way they've adapted these worlds to film yeah they've done a good job there was actually an article and it's not one of our articles for the show but there was a good article i was reading the other day about how the the marvel um, i guess the whatever his official title might be is kind of how he turned marvel in the last 10 plus years into you know a, a, a phenomenon basically 10 years ago it was essentially nothing and yeah it was just iron man yeah that was it right just iron man and a couple of basic whatever they did and i'm not a huge comic guy myself so i know a lot of people super nerd out on on all this stuff but um how it's taken it mainstream and you know just the success behind that story um because actually it's funny um a buddy of mine the guy i'm actually going to watch the avengers with on this coming Thursday, um, is a huge, huge Avengers fan, a uh, huge comic book guy. And he, you know, he, he is part of a, a group of friends that all love, they love comic stuff. And he was telling me that he was at the, the first Iron Man down in Hollywood because we, you know, we live in LA and, uh, actually I think it was in Hollywood or the gallery, but I, either way he was in the, he was in the, like the opening show on the opening night. 
and but it wasn't the premiere so you know there's no it wasn't like a red carpet event or anything like that it's just a regular showing and there was like five theaters showing the showing iron man and they had this weird scheduling where each one was beginning 10 minutes uh, in 10 minute spaces so he was like huh that's odd like why is this one at you know 11.45 and the next one's at 11.55 and so on and they got into the movie and they were about to watch it and out came uh, Robert Downey Jr. and uh, some other guy I can't remember if it was the director or another actor just to say because in those days you know they were super grateful for people to be going to these comic book movies and they were like oh thanks for coming out you know it's awesome um we really appreciate you coming and, and supporting the movie. And the reason they did 10 minute spaces is because they were literally going from theater to theater within this, within this movie theater, um, to That's say awesome. thank you to, to all of the, oh. all of the audience. And he, he said it was super cool. Um, and then, you know, now 10 years later, it's gotten so phenomenally, you know, huge. Um, they don't do that. You know, that kind of grassroots thing, they don't need to do that anymore, but you know, kind of a cool story. That's absolutely cool. I don't know. I think that'd be really because it's at the end of the film. Like going into Iron Man, I didn't know some of them, but not really what else they were in. But then after seeing a film, seeing them walk in, that would be that'd be something. Yeah, and right, and that movie really kind of revitalized his career for Robert Downey Jr. Because you know yeah. he, he had been on kind of a downward trend uh, up to that point, and it really helped him out. Oh, it was, Iron Man was like mirrored his career kind of thing so like it would be hard pressed to think of a better actor to play iron man yeah marty what what's your favorite marvel film i don't think we heard that um it's i i would have to sit here and think about it um a little bit but the two or three that immediately jump off like out of my mind that really stand out um Winter Soldier, Captain America, Winter Soldier, the second one. Um, I thought that was just really well done. Uh, the The twist, I think, has been one of the best twists in movies um, in recent memory. Um, and then the other one that I would go to that was I just felt was insanely fun was Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, that was great. Mm, I, I actually was only saw that like literally like a month ago. Yeah, it's that one was good. really good because it. I mean, it changed up the pace in which the story overall was being told, but also mm-hmm. it gives a flavor of the comics where there are different storylines going on. You know? Well, and I I I liked Chris Hemsworth in Cabin Cabin in the Woods. Um, it was a movie shot a few Great years. Great movie, with, amazing uh, movie. Joss, Joss Whedon, um, who yeah, made the first movie. two Avengers films. But it, they shot it, and he was a little bit younger, and he really got to show some acting and comedic chops in that film. And the first two Thor movies, it was more serious, and he was just kind of Thor. Um, and in this one, he got to be a little bit more comedic and show another side of him. And it, I thought it played wonderfully. He got to you know share the screen with Tom, um, with Loki, Tom. Uh, Hiddleston, Middleston, I, I, I don't know his name, and I'm gonna get yelled at by a lot of people about that. Um, you're not. You don't know where I work. I hope you do, though. <laughs> I hope you do. Um, but I mean, Jeff Goldblum's character was great. Um, the Gladiator Arena, like, it, it was just a perfect yeah. fun movie. Um, and I felt I a great lead in to Infinity War. 
Um, but the third one that I kind of have a soft spot for actually is the first Iron Man. Um, to me, that was, it's like a new hope of Star Wars. Like, it's hard right. to, yeah. to like, go back and not remember the first one. And, like, everything is built off that first movie. And that had so many good moments to it. Um, just even the iconic shot of Iron Man shooting the rocket at the tank and the tank blowing up as he's walking away. Like, cool guys don't look at ex- at explosions kind of thing. So um, I would have to sit there and digest those. But those are immediate top three. Like, if, so, if I really had Ragnarok to choose, was... I would go probably Winter Soldier. But huh. that's me. So just quick, just quickly, Thor Ragnarok was the one with the Hulk, right? Correct. Was that the one with the Hulk in it? Yes. That was the one with the Hulk in it. It was? Yes. Uh, yeah, because I read a, an article um, on Reddit this week where they said, you know, the arena when Thor goes into the arena and he sees the Hulk mm-hmm. and he says, oh, you know, hey, buddy, or whatever he says. Yeah, um, we're friends from work. We're friends from work, right. And apparently that was a line that um, there were some kids uh, who were touring the studio and some like seven-year-old kid or something said gave them that line like yeah. and, and they were like that's hilarious and so they wrote it into the movie i remember that that was yes that is isn't a true story chris, isn't chris hemsworth coming up in uh a new men in blacks movie men in yes. black movie and um she played valkyrie the actress who played valkyrie in the movie is also in that as well oh okay. partners i well, that's cool. I'm a, I only saw a quick preview. I don't know anything else about it beyond that, but I'm excited to see that. But as far as the Avengers go, since you guys brought it up, what do you want to see happen in this one? Or have well, we you guys didn't been hear lurking? what your favorite one was. Oh, mine was Thor Ragnarok. I, when you brought it up, I said, yes, that's mine. But when I asked you for one, you gave us 14 and picked one at the end. Well, what so. did you like about it? <laughs> it was a fun movie. It was just, like I said, it brought it brought you out of the main arc that's going on. And it, you know, just like the comics, there's a lot of different sub stories that can be happening. So I just liked it. It was fun. Yeah, it um, was great. I mean, it had good crossover. It had flavors of, um, yeah, like um, things like Fifth Element. Even it had kind of a, an interesting vibe that was somewhat unique within the Marvel universe. Yeah, for sure. Um, but as far as the new movie Endgame, what do you guys want out of it? What do you expect to happen? Do you have any thoughts on that, or do you just want to go in there and be like me? I just I just want Thanos to 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 to, to reign supreme, and destroy everybody. Is are that wrong? On, no. Are you on the subreddit? Um, Way to go, in dark. the Soul Stone. No. Oh, or uh, interesting. What about you, Marty? Um, I, I want to go in. I want to have fun, but I have I have a sneaking suspicion that Captain America is going to die. I know I know a little bit of comic history and lore and. Marvel I know I know more DC stuff but um, I do know that Falcon and the Winter Soldier pick up the mantle of Captain America at different points and so um, I could see that I mean we've already had three Captain America movies Chris Evans has been in a lot of other films he was in Thor the Dark World and other things like he's had other cameos and I think the way to really shake things up and move things back and bringing back everybody is sacrificing Captain America as like the soul stone, the one thing to make the others come back. 
and it's going to be a huge loss. And I think I just think that's what's going to happen. So if that's what yeah. happens, spoiler alert. But I just, <laughs> I, I I'm not sure. Really, like I said, I want to have fun, but personally, yeah, I, I don't. I just really want know much about the Soul Stone and this and that. Honestly, I'm more of a casual casual goer to these these things. But well, and, and Chris Evans is also. This is the last time he's playing the role. Like his contract's up, he's not doing it. So it also kind of makes sense to mm-hmm. kill him off. So like, there's some other things that I follow that. It makes sense that he's on his way out. So there you go. That's there you go. I just want lost scenes with Brie Larson and Scarlett Johansson. Yep. Why is that? And Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> British accent. British accent. Uh, it might be <laughs> fake though. <laughs> well, why not Chris Hemsworth? He's Australian. Does he not have an Australian really. accent in Marvel? He doesn't really, right? It's more pretty generic, I thought. Or it's Asgardian, duh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. But Asgard is wherever you make it. It's where its people are. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I grew up in the world of Stargate. That's not the Asgard I knew. All right. No one else, huh? It's not, <laughs> I, not awkward lost, at all. Lost me. <laughs> uh, so, changing topics. I know we're moving on, and I, I feel like we've talked about Avengers. I wanted to just throw it in there um, before I lose the opportunity. For anyone listening uh, to our previous podcast... We did get our cat back that we thought we'd lost. Oh, um, that's right. The cat yeah. came back. Um, happy, happy uh, ending. Yeah, it was awesome because the cat disappeared for five days, uh, came back, and one day, as cats do, we have no idea, obviously, what happened to it. Uh, it was a little bit ragtag, um, seemed a bit scruffy and a bit smelly. Uh, compared to usual, and uh, came back and was very in need of a bit of loving. You know, he he needed a hug. Let's put it that way. So how Um, long was the the cat gone for? Five days. So do you think it's like, do you think it used to be owned by Amish people and this was like its rumspringer? I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's, yeah, who knows? I do wonder what these cats do because I I know people, uh, again, another buddy of mine was telling me about a cat he used to have that that left and came back one and a half years later. Completely messed up as well, like with all kinds of scars and a broken leg and all this stuff. And after it finally came back, like after a year and a half, then it just never left the house. It was like retired. It's like, I'm done. I'm retired. I'm not doing anything. But yeah, cats are funny. I, I almost think it would be an, if we could, you know, it'd be a great TV show, right? Cats it, at large or something like that. It like, went to more to Mordor. film and learn what all these cats out there are doing as they leave their owner's homes and go to wherever the hell they, so we don't know. He, maybe he got picked up by another, another person, which we had discussed previously and maybe then after five days, he'd figured uh, he slipped out the door, uh, maybe got attacked and went to lick his wounds for five days or whatever. We're not sure. But it was good. A good ending to the to the story. Cat's back for now. So it's all good. And we got a new collar that says, just in case someone picks it up, uh, I think the collar says, uh, friendly outdoor cat, so that people aren't confused thinking it's just, you know, a lost uh, indoor cat. And you're not going to get it microchipped <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's already microchipped. It's just that if people want to take your cat and they don't take it to a veterinary, right. you never to a vet, scanned. then you're not going to yeah. get scanned. So they're just stealing your cat. Um, at least now, I mean, it already had a collar, but 
we we had a thing put on it to let people know i, I don't know if it's going to work but you know friendly outdoor cat hopefully that will make people not want to steal our cat as drive past in their car yeah. Good no, weird. I, I know we've had cats take off for a while and come back and we've had cats take off and not come i think it's just cats mm-hmm. can't t- can't think too much into it They're all you really need to know about cats beans. are yeah all you really need about know about cats is from the Gar- garfield comic Give them yeah lasagna. that's that's for pretty me. true lasagna, and i loved yeah. garfield as a kid it was it's so much fun yeah i, I do well, think that cat that was gone for a year and a half went to mordor came back and was like nope went on one journey Probably. there and back again i'm yeah. not going anywhere you know if a cat went to I've mordor a cat would a cat would take the ring all the way to mordor get to the edge <laughs> and then just go nah and just walk away wouldn't drop the ring in into the fire that that's how i perceive cats It'd just be like, but that's yeah, that's all cats do is knock shit here. down yeah would knock knock the vase over or something and it's true like, true yes. but out of spite i feel the cats would they wouldn't do it and it's like nope i'm going home now <laughs> all right <laughs> uh, anything else you guys want to talk about or i think marty has some articles i do have some articles i got i got some i kind of got yelled at for uh not having an article in our last podcast so we'll make sure that we do but that you had an article i explained that article, it got yeah. cut off yeah it was my fault it my wasn't fault. Any, it wasn't anything we could do about it. lay off marty but we like apparently our listeners like hearing the Who back and forth between that? us. Well, just to, to that <laughs> listener, it was a great article and it was interesting. <laughs> but because of me, um, my 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 micro uh, SD card was full, so we I ruined it for everybody. I apologize, uh, Marty. You're or uh, er, not Marty, Neil. <laughs> you're the guy saying it was a really great party. Sorry, you couldn't make it. That's yes. what you sound like right now. Yeah, That's you me. can you can always retake a class, but you can't retake a party. Oh wait, no, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> no, that's great advice to give to your students. Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah, live a little. <laughs> <laughs> Go absolutely <laughs> wild. Don't even show up to school. Oh, it's time. <laughs> Look, I'm doing fine, but show up to after school. <laughs> show um, up to after school. <laughs> Um, here you, here you go. The, the, I'm, I'm going to rename this segment because um, going back and listening to our podcast, what we tend to talk about during these articles are opinions that are pretty much unrelated to the article. Well, we never had any direction, Marty. That's why last time was right. really great. The guys, you know, the party that they weren't in on, it was great. We had direction. So now, here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm renaming this let's, segment let's called The Unrelated Opinion. With with Marty, that's the same thing. <laughs> Not the unread opinion. This is the unrelated opinion that you guys are offering here. So well, here we why go. Why don't you offer us a good question and bring I us have, back in, Marty? I have three articles here. Second one. I want the second one. Well, you don't even know what it is. So, I don't care. Um, here we go. Um, I have an article about an injury just before a competition. I have an article about doing something ridiculous and absurd to not pay a fee and then i have an article about feces on the street Ooh, these are pretty good ones when the first one was a little ge- the first one was a little general it could be anything so i'm gonna i'm gonna oh, dodge it's, that it's, one i mean they're all um, pretty they're all pretty good 
Yeah, I'm gonna go. I vote for the fee. One. That sounds interesting. The fee? Something absurd. Which was to, to also the second one. All right. Like, was the second one? Yes, that's right. But so here you yes. go. This one is actually in from Time Magazine. Woman wears all of her clothes to avoid an extra baggage fee. That's I dedication. Like that's awesome. I I love this already. <laughs> so so. <laughs> How long of a flight was it? Does the article say, or am I supposed to guess? Because I, I could do that maybe maybe for a two-hour flight. A couple hours, yeah. Two hours is probably about where, maybe three maximum. Beyond that, it's really not going to work out, is it? Unless it was like a, maybe maybe she had a return trip the same day. Maybe she, this is a misleading title, but how long is she staying at her destination? Um, like, how, how many layers of clothes could you wear on you and, and be care, or be comfortable I, I don't know. I, I've three, only read the title three? here. I think you could wear three. Because you could wear three. thin layers. on, And then on that, you can wear regular clothes. And then on top of that, you can wear things like jackets and bigger pants and stuff. Um, so I reckon three is about the max for comfort level. So, I mean, I think you can go get away with, you know, underwear, swimming trunks, regular shorts, pair of pants like uh swimming trunks. like <laughs> sweats, sweatpants <laughs> and then, and then the regular, regular jeans right yeah you yeah. get a speedo in there that's that's that is saving that'd be nice um and then for a shirt i think you know you get your typical a shirt get your white tee on that regular t-shirt uh button-up shirt pullover sweatshirt and yeah. jacket geez you're like you're you're a super expert at this already i can tell <laughs> you've done this before I've dodged a few baggage fees. What can I say? <laughs> well, I mean, reading when I read this article title, um, I immediately thought to Joey from Friends. Yes. <laughs> Where, um, <laughs> what was it? Chandler, like, wouldn't get out of the chair or something, and they, I, I forget the circumstance, but like Chandler, I think, goes in and puts on Joey's tux, but he's not wearing any underwear or something. No, Joey's not wearing. Uh, Anywho, it doesn't matter, but Joey essentially comes back into the apartment and he's wearing all of Chandler's clothes and he's just like, Hi, I'm Chandler. Could I be wearing any more clothes? Like yeah. just hysterical. And so this is what I see this <laughs> woman doing. Um so here you go. Here's actually what she was kind of the background story. It's a thirty year old woman, um, and her luggage fee or her luggage was 8.81 pounds over the permitted limit and she only had so much money in her account because she was going on holiday so she like didn't want to pay the 85 dollar limit or fee for the bag and so she um put on seven dresses two pairs of shoes <laughs> two pairs of shorts a skirt dresses a are easy though hold on dresses are that's that, yeah, mm. but th at some point you're going to look like, I, I don't even know, some kind of, it's going to look very strange, right? Seven she didn't want to pay an extra baggage fee. I don't care. I don't think she cares what she, she looks like. She doesn't care. No, uh, total kudos to this person for, for doing this. I, think I, it's I like that idea. you you picked up on the seven dresses, but you didn't pick up on that there's two pair of shoes oh, that she, she wore. Oh, she wore two <laughs> pair of shoes inside shoes. She wore, she wore seven pairs of or she wore seven dresses, two pairs of shoes, two pairs of shorts, a skirt. Like I, that, that so, I can see uh, you doing how, shorter shorts and then shorts over be... and then a skirt. Um, like I can see all of this happening. So it's like just it's, the amount of clothes there. Is she moving away for good? 
Is she coming back? Going on vacation. For three months? She's female, Andrew. She's female. Doesn't <laughs> doesn't say where where she was going. Um but anywho it was a two day um, trip. Why why I wanted to bring this one up was um so this this woman went to this extreme of not paying this extra fee. Um and then I talked about my taxes last week on last week's podcast. So what in your recollection, what is the most like absurd thing that you've done to like not pay a fee? Not pay a fee. That or like something you're just like what? No. Absurd <laughs> I'm, though? I mean absurd or kind of in this vein of like I'm not paying that much money if I'm gonna wear nine pounds of clothes to I mean, the, my story for that would be, which is not absurd, you could almost say it's just idiotic, is uh, we were renting an apartment one time. We were 11 months into our 12-month lease. We bought a dog. Dogs were permitted per the contracts um, on the property up to a certain weight. It was about £35, I think. We bought a dog which... Um, other people in the residence had, had spotted us outside with our dog, you know, giving it, you know, taking it out as you do with a dog. And uh, the dog, our dog was basically about 35 to 40 pounds. Um, and then we got a letter from the from the agency, the, the property management company saying, oh, we found that you have a dog. It's over the, it's over the, the prescribed weight. We're going to have to ask you um, move out. And we were in the process of buying a house anyway. So we were like, um, okay, fine. That's okay. Uh, however, you know, we didn't know anything about this dog limit because it, we were never given the con- the, this addendum to the contract that said that the dogs were, um, that they had a weight limit on dogs. We had only received one that had said, we allow a dog, one dog. Um, and we were so close to it, you know, it wasn't like a big deal. But, but um, long story short, we so what happened was we then left upon their request and then they tried to charge us for breaking the lease even you know 11 months out of 12 into the lease and then you know sting us with all these fees so i was like there's hell no way there's no way i'm paying this it's ridiculous um so i didn't and um I ended up getting, they ended up sending my debt to a collections agency and all that stuff, right? So um, in the end, it fell off my credit. It didn't really impact us significantly, but um, it was stressful. But on principle, I dodged the fee. I didn't do anything absurd to dodge the fee. I just suffered a bad credit score for, you know, a ding on my credit score for a few. I thought you were going to say you are going to pay for that last month of rent just not to pay the fees, regardless of the cost. No, they didn't. They didn't go for that. And so, actually, what actually happened was we didn't know about this until almost a year later, because because everything happened, we didn't even know. And then one day we received a letter, and what had happened is, is I guess they didn't have our address or something, and so it went. You know, we didn't get it. And it finally they they followed up and they found where we were at, and so we didn't actually get anything for twelve months. So by then, you know, they'd already passed on the debt. Um, as these as these things go, companies tend to pass their debts on to you know they sell it off cheap to a collections, uh, and then the collections agency chases you, and they're pretty nasty, uh, pretty nasty businesses really. 
uh, HBO's uh, John Oliver has a great a couple of uh, videos about those types of kind of horrendous they can be. Uh, yeah, that's what happened. So we didn't even know for twelve months. No. Um, well, I guess as far as I go, I haven't really done anything. I always pay the fees because I'm a law-abiding citizen. Uh, I guess I just think back to airports and how many times I've eaten something or drank something before going through sec- just so I didn't throw it out. But that's not really avoiding it. From- it's avoiding waste. Yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. but the last thing you want to do before going on a flight is being uncomfortable. And <laughs> <laughs> I just throw that out the window. Let's let's eat this whole thing right now. So, so um, one thing I have in my mind just as we talk about this article is like, even though you know we don't have hundreds of listeners, but anyone out there, this is what you should do when you get on a flight. So that we need to fill flights up with people that are wearing seven layers of clothing. Like I need eighty percent of all the people on the flight to be wearing at least seven or eight layers of clothing because there's something funny about that. What? Yeah, but how do you get two pairs of shoes on you? I don't know, and that's why it's driving me bonkers. Yeah, I mean, it's been driving have, me crazy yeah, since you, you mentioned have it. Like, now. You could have like slip-ons, and then you could have like boots, because you know women do tend to have different types of shoes, more so than men. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you could put really big like knee-high boots on as your second-layer boot. Maybe she shoe. just had flip-flops in her back pockets. But or I mean, like, yeah. I want, I want my shoes to fit like snugly on my feet and comfortable. I don't want like a lot of space in between like my feet and like my shoes like what am i going to wear sandals and yeah, it, is, a, it is put, weird it is very it is put, actually uh, quite weird are there photos with the, the article no there's not there's a video that's eight tips for packing your carry-on like that just sounds like an ad yeah <laughs> related <laughs> next to the slide <laughs> not gonna not gonna click on it here um but i mean like the seven dresses i can understand like you can go a little um like the, obviously the last I mean, one's gonna be a little I mean, loose, I mean, since, loose fitter fitting that you put on yeah. and whatnot i mean you don't want to stretch them out too much but two pairs I mean, of since shoes we're, like since do you we're wear on the a article, pair of shoes I, on your hands like how does this work you need to get a picture Matty, to figure this out because it's a mystery <laughs> all right i will but, I, but will. I do i do want to mention one thing since we're talking about this when you really put it into perspective, you have, you know, there's this hard limit on the weight. And as soon as you exceed that limit, you get charged like 85 or $90. And this woman solved that problem by wearing seven layers of clothing, which was enough to bring her back under the limit. But logically speaking, it's kind of silly, right? I mean, shouldn't we be charged? If I mean, I understand that weight, invariably in the end all usage so even if you you know you may love or no one loves it but you may hate or abide the airline policies for this over the years is how they've moved to this model of like tacking on extra fees for flying um, in order to make money and stay in business or whatever you want to call it but why can't they just do a scaled you know logically speaking they should just do a, a tiered thing and if you're over by just a couple of pounds it shouldn't cost you 85 dollars i mean if you're over by 60 pounds then fine maybe maybe it should but a couple of pounds should cost you maybe five dollars and then well, this lady wouldn't have had to sit in seven layers of clothing well, well hang I mean, on, hang a on commercial airline isn't just used for passengers and their luggage 
There's yeah, other gotta... things that are shipped. And so sure. considering all that and the way that logistics plannings, that fee for that increased weight, I imagine, is going toward the cost of planning for that. So, right, I mean, they calculate the fuel that they need. Yeah, and but Neil seven pounds, that. seven pounds for ninety dollars—that yeah. just doesn't seem commensurate like, with the with the. It just doesn't seem right. I mean, no, it why doesn't. isn't it? Why isn't? Because let's face it. At the end of the day, it's simple. It's like you're under this weight, it's nothing. You're over this weight, it's ninety-five. Well, but that's why that's why I'm saying it's not just the commercial passenger. Well, hang on. The plot thickens here as I read a little bit more. I I skipped over this line. Have you not been listening to us, Marty? She was allowed to repack her baggage once she boarded the flight. So she didn't have to sit through the flight wearing all the clothes. That's a loophole. So now... I still want to know how she wore two pairs of shoes. I mean, I do too, but now I'm going to pack my suitcase like 55 pounds or be able to pack 55 pounds or something in there and then wear five pounds of clothing. Like, I can wear two pairs of pants and couple shirts and a sweater and then repack my suitcase my carry-on or you can just pack under the limit the first time no this is a loophole you gotta you gotta but why would you need more (laughs) (laughs) let's go back to that why does she need so much shit like is it a vacation or is she honestly moving her entire house and home says vacation going on holiday who knows but I don't this know. is a this is a valid loophole. Like drugs, I'm, bombs, these things weigh. They're heavy. And now we're <laughs> gonna be flagged. Thank you, Neil. <laughs> you know, every yeah. time we mention something about something getting flagged, like so last week we were talking about Elon Musk and how he's gonna take us down. Uh because something that Neil said, I don't quite remember. But Neil's recording cut out, so I'd take you know, take this opportunity to take a look at that YouTube recording. Yes, Everything I am recording. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm not superstitious <laughs> at all. Not three times in a row. I don't want to <laughs> ruin the podcast right now. So I'll tell you, I'll say I'm recording. Does that work? I just hope I hear that on the recording. Anyways, Marty volunteered. He's going to be putting on as many clothes as, as he can, taking a picture, sharing it to Facebook. Tune in uh, for that. Sounds fun. I don't know that I volunteered for that. Uh Weird. I One, two, three, not it, not it, not it. Neil, <laughs> I live in California. I only have shorts. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Easy challenge. Someone has to do it. We just gotta decide who and how. Well, maybe Andrew and I will do it when we are. You know, you know who would actually do weekend. it is my kids would do it because kids. You're gonna use love- your children for gain. I'm not sure what the gain is, but I'll I'll use them for um, fun. Yes. I, I, what you need to do is dress them for school, or and uh, don't tell don't tell your wife, but just dress them that way. And wait until she says something, you know, as far as what, five layers on my kid. Right. And then tell her if she listened to our podcast, she would know. Yes. That's a little passive aggressive. Don't do that. Poor choice. <laughs> it's not passive when. We're yes, doing, he's yes, doing something for a podcast that's not released yet. It's the opposite of passive. It's future aggressive. That's a new phrase, Maddie. You've made a new phrase. I was hoping we could. I like it. Future aggressive. Delaying your aggression for, for mm-hmm. future usage. Is, is there anything else in this uh, article we want to discuss? No, it's actually very short. 
I mean, aside uh, from if anyone has any ideas how you wear two pairs of shoes, I would love to know. You should get a, get a, uh, get at us yes. on what Twitter and Facebook. Tweet <laughs> I, tweet at us. Tweet at us. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe she was just literally like she got two normal pairs of shoes, put one on, and you know how you'd like step into the other pair, but then your heels would be like up. sticking out, and yeah. you'd walk like you know when you kind of walk like a kid who's wearing their their parents' shoes that's like five sizes too big for them, or you know twenty sizes too big for them. Maybe that's what it was. It was like actually an exercise in just ludicrousness. And she was like hobbling onto the plane wearing two pairs of shoes. I hope that's what, what it was. That sounds even better. Well, I'll tell you the two articles that you skipped over. Uh, a scorpion jeopardizes Arizona senators milking thumb ahead of cow milking competition. Okay. Um, and then apparently people are pooping more than ever in the streets of San Francisco. Um, I'm, I'm happy they measure that. They know it's more than ever. So in 2011, there was 5,500, over 5,500 um, um, incidents. Think of having that internship. <laughs> I'm, I'm an intern <laughs> at the Poop Collection Agency at San Francisco City. And in 2018, there was 28,000. All right. Well, like, yeah, that's we interesting. over that. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Well, there like, you go. <laughs> The city even employs a poop patrol that attempts to keep the streets clean and focuses on the Tenderloin neighborhood. Anywho, there you go. Um, and that's articles. human. That's human poop? Human human fecal matter. Wow. I didn't even know that was really a thing. I didn't know it was either until I found this article about five minutes before we started recording. So and you're I, telling me that when I'm walking down the road with my dog and there's a piece of poop, there's a percentage chance that it's actually human poop. I mean, if you think about that, there are if twenty eight thousand incidences of yeah. fecal matter in the streets of San Francisco a year, it's, divided by three sixty five. That's seventy. That it's rare, but it's not incidents. beyond the realm of possibility. Obviously, seventy seven people are pooping on the street every day in San Francisco. Every day. There you go. Mm. On average. Well, there you go. <laughs> there we go. All right. That's As how if we end. our our podcast couldn't be shittier. <laughs> <laughs> you you took us here, Marty. It wasn't without your help that we have hit all new highs. Um, but yeah, uh, unless you guys have anything to end or to add to this. Um, we should ask our listeners to tell us what they expect in the vending, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you guys don't want to know. Um, oh, that's good. I asked them. Well, I think we just did. You, we, we can ask him. I would really just like to see that we get responses on our Facebook or Twitter. Like, tweet anything at us. No. So, no. so tell <laughs> us what you think about Endgame, and tell us how you get fit into two pairs of shoes. Yeah, exactly. How do, get, how do you wear two pairs of shoes at the same time? It's still eating. I wrote that down because it's still eating at me. I want to know. I, I wish I was in the airport when that happened. Get on Facebook and Twitter and let us know what you think. Uh, we do appreciate those that have listened so far mm-hmm. to our little project. <laughs> yes, thank you all. Um, it's only going to get better. Uh, let's not lie. 
No, well, we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> as long as Neil hit record this time and we got the audio. <laughs> record is hit. I may sound terrible, but record is working.